0: Hello and welcome back to the Manology Project podcast where we discuss what true manhood looks like through discovering our value, identity, and purpose in our relationships and personal success. In this episode here, we're going to be talking about what do we fear as men? What drives us? What allows us and and, and puts us in a position to hold it all in? Let's get right to I can move across the aisle, never think twice. twice. Underground railroad, railroad got me trying to see the light. You could call a coach Mr. K. Hey, what's going get on, everybody? This is your boy Q, and I'm the deep host deep of down. the Manology Project podcast. Thank you for joining us again on this evening. And hey, hope you guys are doing well out there. We're still in quarantine out there, so hopefully everybody's being safe, sound, but enjoying the family time. Hopefully, we uh, all have hit the reset button. Uh, I know we have been in my house, uh, cooking and laughing and joking with each other, and we've probably never been able to get this isolated time again, uh, with each other. So hopefully everybody is taking a full advantage of it. Uh, but yo, I just got a quick topic here that I want to start discussing. Uh, and I want to just talk about, uh, just what are men really afraid of? Uh, you know, we talk about our emotions, not being able to share those, uh, uh, holding things in, you know, what has really driven us as men to put us in position to where, you know, we don't really want to share our information or share really what's going on in our hearts or on our mind. Uh basically, you know, and it probably stemmed from like when you're growing up, you know, you have uh some people have traumatic uh lifestyles when they grow up, uh some uh even come out of good homes and yet we as men, we still don't know how to share and open up. And uh, and and to me, it just kind of just kept dawning on me. It's like, what are we really afraid of um, when it comes to uh, just opening up and sharing? And of course, you know, when you're growing up, you know, every every man that has a son, you know, crying and being, it's always seemed as a sign of weakness. Uh, sharing your feelings, dad, I'm, so, you know, I'm not feeling with this or I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling. And it's like, yo, son, you know, shut that down. No man should be sharing all those feelings. You know, as a man, we hold it in. We we, we knuckle down. We get, you know, do this. We do that, you know, uh, all in the name of being a real man. Uh, but we find out that as we get older and you become an actual mature man uh, because all that stuff happened when you're a boy, But when you actually become a real mature man uh, then we start experiencing um, all these shutdowns and, um, and, 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 and uh, not just shutdowns, but just the ability not to be able to share, uh, what is truly in our hearts. Uh, not just only to, you know, if you're married to your spouse, but, uh, not even to your brother, your cousin, or, uh, your best friend. It's like, sometimes we feel like as men, you know, if, if I give up this information that somebody will have an edge on me. And, you know, we don't never want to give up a position <laughs> as a man to be able to give up an edge. Like we don't want anyone to have that ability to put us in a headlock uh, of of, of humility or not really humility, but more of a a position to be able to uh, be pounced on. And so uh, we built our entire life on just really holding things in and 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 just hoping that things just really work out or, you know, we take on the approach of just trying to fix it ourselves, uh just trying to uh you know navigate through life and and hoping that things will work out uh pretty much going up under our own master plan which normally just burns us out <laughs> and it drives us to all kinds of bad decisions uh but you know but today i just really want to just ask men um and you can leave a comment in the sec, you know comment section if you want to of what really just drives you to uh, to fear uh, or what have you been afraid of? Uh, I just know me, for instance, I just use myself is that uh, just growing up is like uh, my mom, my dad got divorced when I was 10. So basically, that was probably one of the biggest fears that I had is that, yo, when I get married, am I going to be able to stay married? You know, am I going to treat my wife the way that my dad was, you know, am I going to treat my kids the way that this happened in my life? You know, am I going to, you know, not be there uh, living in the same home with my kids? or so, um, Well, I literally repeat the exact same thing, you know, that I came out of. And I think that that might be probably one of the biggest fears uh, for men is not repeating something that we saw. Uh, sometimes it drives us in the right direction and we're able to actually, you know, become something and and, and definitely get around not doing the very thing that we saw in our life. But um, but for the most part, uh, sometimes it's uh, it's very hard to avoid something that you were raised in and you had nothing to actually counter you know, counteract it, uh, to actually give you a different view or a different way to get out of it. Um, so, um, my grandfather pretty much was (laughs) born and raised the same style where, you know, he saw a different lifestyle from his mom and dad. Uh, but he just made up in his mind that, yo, if God give me a wife, I'm gonna take good care of her. I'm gonna change my whole situation. Um, and, and I'm not going to repeat the exact same thing. Um, and so When I was younger, you know, we moved around a lot. And so we had an opportunity to live with my grandfather for a few years. And so I was able to really just sit there and glean all this great information from him. And when he told me that story, I was thinking, oh, man, okay." so basically I can actually not repeat what happened in my house. But it's going to take a real, you know, a, a real mature mentality to not repeat it. Uh but yet that was still something that you know that kind of grabbed a hold of me as a fear uh that I would not be able to uphold what I was telling myself all these years that I'm not gonna be like my dad, I'm not gonna be like this, I'm gonna break a generational curse, and uh but that fear was just there, uh even all the way down to I just told my wife when she married me that yo, this is like a gamble, like you're gambling, marry me because of my my upbringing and what I came out of. And you have no idea whether or not, you know, I'm going to repeat this. And so uh, so there, you know, right there, I got a huge fear of uh, of not being able to hold up, hold up the end of my bargain, <laughs> if, if you want to say that. But uh, but basically um, I was able to uh, find a source to actually uh, help me with not repeating it. And it was literally just giving my life over to Christ and then allowing him to carry that burden and relieve me of that stress and to relieve me of the fear and the worry and the and the doubt and the discouragement surrounded around being an excellent husband and a father. Um, so I'll tell you now that, you know, for many of you who don't know me. Well, I've been married now for 20, it'd be 22 years this year in July, and um, it's been a great marriage. Uh, we have two kids got a son that's 15 well 16 sorry Uh, and I got a daughter that's 10 and um and so like I said we got 22 years it's been great I get uh I have my own dad who talks to me about you know the kind of husband and father that I am um and not being able to understand like man you really got it you got it at a young age and it's like you know thank God for my grandfather being there to help me to get over this fear Uh, so today we just really want to just talk about that fear, you know, like literally what's grasping you, like what has you in a chokehold that nobody else knows. So like, this platform is literally for us, man. Like we have to, we have to gird up together, man, and help each other out and use this as an outlet. Uh, I know there's plenty of platforms out there, but they're mostly centered around, you know, some topics around men, but, uh, but basically it's filtered through with sports and, girls and drinking and all this other stuff and here i just wanted to be straight up and truthful honest transparent and and really just deal with some real strong things as i look in on the statistics side it just shows that men uh commit suicide more rapidly than women and it basically when you do the reading around that is because we internalize so we take everything and stuff it inside of us And then we walk around like a ticking time bomb. Uh, We don't trust anybody with our information. Like I said before, we basically do not want to have someone have an edge or an opportunity to be able to use uh, something that's that dear and personal to us against us Uh, when it's definitely the opposite is that the truth is able and will set you free, as the word of God says. Uh, But that doesn't mean that it won't cut you all while you're sharing this truth um, because you're going to have to bleed a little bit you know to get free um, so uh, I just know you know I, I mentor a group of young guys um, and they're married some are not married uh, but uh, that's pretty much what we talk about most of the time is uh, the platform is set up for us just to be able to just just discuss life uh, it's not a platform to bash wives and girlfriends and kids and all that stuff it's literally just a platform to where we as men can go through things that are choking us out or holding us down that nobody else would know about and to share it in a safe spot where mature real men can sit down and 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 really internalize and talk about it and then we open and in with prayer uh God is always our source our underline uh, our under and overline of uh, of being able to work through any of these problems and issues. Uh, but I'm just, uh, just talking to the guys today that we have got to be able to come put together some platforms where we can actually sit on and talk about what's really holding us back. And, you know, and how do we break this cycle of, uh of, of not being able to let somebody in to help us. Uh, yo, it's not really, you're not weak and a punk or, girly man if you ask somebody to help you you know and and to give you some type of guidance or give you an opportunity for an ear to be able to just listen uh the guys that I mentor uh that's pretty much one of my biggest things that I told them is that you know sometimes you can call me for advice and then sometimes you can call me and just say bro I just want to just leave your ear open I don't want any advice I just want you to listen so I can get this off of my chest so that I can breathe and relax and have a good evening um and in our experience it's just been great uh just to be able to share with each other and to be able to uh decompress you know we don't have to always load our wives or our significant others with all this information sometimes uh we should be a band of brothers sometimes you should be able to have a little small uh and i definitely say a small uh small little um squad that you can you know, hook up with and, and share, uh, you know, stuff that's on your mind, what's been holding you back. Yo, bro, I slipped up. I, um, you know, pray for me. I need help over in this area. You know, um, I lost my job and I don't really know what to do, um, you know, and being able to go to each other to be able to ask for help. Uh, as I look through it, a lot of things that hold me in, f- in fear um, is basically uh, the ability to be able to provide for a family or provide for themselves even as a single person. Um the second one was uh being a father. What type of father, you know, what type of man am I going to be in front of my kids? Uh and, and 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 being able to uh show them the proper way. But like I said, sometimes we're handcuffed because some of us are not shown this in, in, in advance. So we're pretty much kind of just winging it. Um, and don't get me wrong. There is no manual on how to be the greatest husband or the greatest father. Uh, but there are a lot of people who have taken out time to share their live experience, um, who have great character and great integrity that I definitely say that you should be able to find hook up with them and use them for an outlet. Um, but definitely looking at these triggers, um, Cause we can't go through all this today, so this is probably be like a two, three, four part, you know, episode. Because it, it's first we have to kind of figure out what is holding us and putting us in handcuffs, and so I know a lot of brothers probably won't even talk about it. So I'll say it for you, and then as you listen to it, you can kind of agree with it, and and then we can kind of move on to episode two, three, and four, and then we'll figure out how to get you know on the other side of this, right? So, uh, so we got like being a uh, uh, actually providing being a father providing for a family (laughs) being a great husband like many of us don't know how we get married out through excitement and you know lust and all that stuff right but then when when the uh when that rubber hits the road and you have to really step up to be the proper husband or the proper teammate then we don't have all the pieces we get frustrated the wife is there so we should be talking to her or uh like i said or or find a small squad that has been vetted and 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 and, and i mean firmly vetted uh for for integrity and character um but you know basically if they don't respect your wife and kids, <laughs> meaning that they won't have you out doing something crazy, you know then those are guys that you wanna align yourself with someone who actually respects your family. As well as their own, uh, which means that the accountability will be held on all cert- on all sides. So, uh, but definitely being a father, uh, definitely being a husband can hold a, a heavy weight on us because uh, we don't know always know what to do, and depending on what type of woman you've married, from the introvert to the extrovert to the you know spicy uh, to the you know uh, a passive maybe a people pleaser whatever the case may be. The the weight is still there uh, for, you know, for you to actually have to figure it out and and get an understanding of what type of home you need to create as a man. Many, many of us grow up without really understanding how to create the right environment for which our homes can be strong and structured well and sound. Uh, And so it gets really bad and you're trying to figure that out. The kids get out of control. So once again, now. We don't know how to express ourselves without, you know, without force, you know, brute force, because we're already mentally and built structurally strong. Uh, so one of my sayings is that, hey, when mom, you know, gets upset, the house doesn't really shake. Most of the time, everybody is laughing and chuckling because it's like, yo, mom is she's crazy, she's losing it, or she's out of control. But let dad get upset and let dad raises his voice then the house is trembling because that's the type of authority that God has given us as men. And so what we want to do is um, we have got to be able to create unbalance uh, and within ourselves, with the scriptures, uh, with uh, the way that we govern ourselves, you know, in our families, with our friends. So, uh, But to be able to do that, we have to release some of these fears that hold us handcuffed You know, to not being able to be our true selves Uh, and for you to be able to create the right environment in your home. You have got to be a true man through and through uh, on who God has actually designed you to be. Um, But then we also have uh, this podcast is based around our value as men, our identity as a man, and then ultimately our purpose. Um, I found that uh, in my mentoring that if any one of these three things are not dealt with properly or not evaluated properly or not searched out or seeked out, prayed about properly, uh, it throws us off as men because the number one thing is that we have to be valued. Um, the respect is what we need. So we wanna be valued and we wanna understand what our value is and, uh, and for most men, if we don't feel valued, then we shut down. Once again, those handcuffs come on. Right. So now we're sitting there and it's like, yo, you know, you don't see what I bring to the table, you know, bump everybody. Now we're angry. <laughs> uh, and then we take all of that and then we started, you know, projecting it somewhere else. And like I said, we'll break off into another episode to talk about where we project these things, too. But then we start to project off and and basically you know, our value now has no substance to it. And once a man loses his ability to understand what's his worth in a relationship or what's his worth in the business, uh, world or entrepreneurial world, then we struggle. And like I said, we have to have an outlet, you know, to be able to build around us, to be able to go and talk about, you know, how do I get back on the right track? You know, bro, I'm losing it. Um, And definitely don't try to use the opposite sex (laughs) when you're out here spilling your guts, right? Uh, uh, This is really for, uh, as men, we want to be able to build a a nice small nucleus of men around us so that we can be able to build each other up and strengthen each other. Um, Unfortunately, this suicide is nor black, white, yellow, green. Uh, Listen, this is just men in general. Uh, Men in general struggle with the honesty of who they really are. Um, And so, you know, once we get that value and that value doesn't have any substance to us, then we struggle with our identity. Uh, Most men create the, you know, an image that they're able to thrive in. That's not really their reality. It's just an image that they use to protect themselves from being damaged and harmed. So we got to figure out a way to uh, use our reality, who we really are, to start to shape and mold where we want to be in life Um, and and who we really want to be in front of people. Uh, Your wife and your kids and your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your business partners, everybody, they will respect you more when they know who you are from a true character and integrity standpoint. Uh, But we got to get these handcuffs off, right? So uh, we're going to go on this journey together um, uh, through this podcast and figure it out. We're going to come up with some plans uh, some uh some some what some worksheets or something to figure out how do we help each other get through this, man, because we can't keep uh dying off or doing miscellaneous things to put us in jail and all this kind of stuff to actually get us out the way you know that's the devil's really that's his keen uh thing is to get the very thing that God gave the authority to if we can move him out of the way like right now you see how the just the whole identity of what a man is today has changed. Most men now don't even know how to even operate as a man because the, the, the actual meaning has changed in so many different ways. Um, gentrification, I mean, it's like so many different things that are literally playing with the structure and the authority of a man. And so now, once again, we don't understand it. We bottle up. We walk around frustrated because we don't really know where we fit in. How do I get in here? And this is what save and unsafe people. So this is not a, you know, only unsaved people. No, this, this right here is a, is is something that's hitting every everybody, every man, an unsaved man and a saved man, is getting attacked in this area because uh, once the enemy can get us off kilter around, you know, the authority that God gave us as men to be able to walk in, then he can pretty much get everybody else. So he'll get the kids. He'll get the wives. He'll get the ladies. Everybody else is under attack immediately when men don't understand the structure or the, uh, the authority that they have and that we should be walking in. Um, there's a certain way that we should be walking, uh, which starts with our character and our integrity. Um, but being honest is what strengthens our ability to have the right type of character and the right type of integrity. Right? So, so now we're looking at our identity and so most of us walk around in, in an image and the reality is just suffering. This once again puts handcuff on us, puts us in a, in a strong position to continue to force more things down. We don't talk about it. We just we battle within on who we really are and how much of myself do I need to share with you because once again, I don't want you getting his hands up. You know, I don't want anybody getting a foothold on me or putting, being able to to get the jump on me. So I don't want to give out too much of who I really am. Uh, I don't want to show you that I'm actually pretty emotional and stuff actually does, you know, things do bother me. Uh, But the thing is that it's cool for it to be there. Uh, The thing is that you just got to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people so that you can be, you know, an honest person. And that takes time. You know, it takes time. It takes vetting. So what we want to do is then move on to our purpose. If your identity, if you don't really know who you are, you'll never be able to see yourself the way that God sees you, which means that you'll never reach purpose. Uh, Many of us have a created purpose out of our image. And you'll find out later that you're still just as sad as you were (laughs) before you even got all the stuff that you have under this image that you've created. Uh, Because really God wants us to operate as the authentic person that he created. And so that image is, yeah, it's got you all this great stuff. And, 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 and you're living large, but in the inside you're dying because you can't really show anybody who you really are because basically you don't even know if you would keep all the stuff that you have And um, basically I'm going to leave on this note here right so I heard on uh, uh, YouTube uh, I was watching YouTube and I saw Will Smith was talking to uh, uh, The Breakfast Club him and Martin Lawrence and so they were just asking him about him turning 50 and dude you're like this new guy and you know what's going on with you and stuff and he was like yo uh, for a while man I was held hostage by the image Will Smith and you know, some listening, like, you know, where is this going? Uh, but he just said that he had created the image or the movie star, uh, Will Smith, the rapper, Will Smith. And this guy was not even the real Will Smith. It was just a, an image or a character that he created to actually gain an advantage in the world. It made him rich. He laughed about that because it's like, yo, yeah, you know, I did make a lot of money off of this character, Will Smith, that I created um he said but all along dude it was not the real me and anytime you want to guys you guys can go look that up it was on the breakfast club but he just said it wasn't until uh once he hit 50 he was like you know what i'm retiring from the movies (laughs) and i literally want to be my real self so now if you go follow will smith now he's just his real self he's not really doing anything he's just trying to be a regular guy hanging with his kids laughing, joking, eating pizza, hanging out with regular people on the street, going to grocery stores and stuff like that. Because he was like, for a long time, I've used my, the image part of me to make all these moves and to gain popularity all while I can never really speak my real truth. Because basically nobody really wanted to hear my real, the real authentic Will Smith's voice or opinion. It was only the character that I created in the movies and rapping uh, that actually was good but it put a a cap on him to be able to be who he really wanted to be and that's what i said is that uh now this is will smith right it's like dude you got everything in the world you know why now have you thought that you need to be somebody (laughs) you you weren't your real person i mean the whole part of you is missed is is actually built around being you know will smith so uh but i just learned that you know that just kind of shows you that an image can be created and we can put out a persona about ourselves as if we were one thing, and we're only duking or hoodwinking everybody else. Uh, the bad part is that we know who we really are, and it's choking us to death like, literally to death uh, because we can't, or now at this point, we've been somebody else for so long that we now we're in fear of showing somebody who we really are. Uh, sometimes those characters bleed off into marriages, so now we're showing our wife that we're one person and that's not really who we are and now we're nervous scared freaked out that the real me has to come out at some time and remember you can only fool people so forever so long you can only really fool people so the basis around this is that we have got to get back to being able to be truthful honest our character has to come up to a a whole nother level our integrity has to get back to where it used to be where we could shake hands and a man would do you know what a man said he would do. Uh, we, you know, Back in those days, they didn't write out contracts. It was a handshake because character and integrity was a, was a, was a true manly man thing. It was like the, manly, the man of the mans could shake hands and say that that's my bond, that my word is what it said it would be just from shaking your hand because that's where my level of integrity and character is. Uh, so right there, I'm going to just drop it off right there. We have got to do better as men. And we will, because basically I've created this platform. I've jumped on the bandwagon with with other, you know, uh, other men who are uh, just trying to help and, and open up an avenue or a direction uh, so that we can actually have a platform where we can actually talk things through uh, and, and, and try to work things through. So, yo, this is your boy Q. Check this out. I want you guys to share this episode with all of your boys, your uncles, your nephews uh, single moms who are raising sons. Uh, they need to hear stuff like this too. Uh, if you guys have questions or anything, please, you can get with me at, uh, Q Crumby, the number two at gmail.com and, uh, just send me a questionnaire or whatever, man. We'll talk about it on the air. Uh, and once again, like I said, share, 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 subscribe to the podcast. Tell somebody else about the podcast Because we're going to have some fun It's going to be real talk uh, But we will be using biblical uh yeah principles uh, throughout mm-hmm. this talk but i but i promise you we will talk for real on this podcast and this is your boy K you out real, right t- when you talking pills yeah. be real you scream for they even offer a deal be real you and your date you need to split the bill oh. you be dead broke living like you make a meal Hard yeah. cap you doing yo you really need to chill cuz yeah. the only way to hey, live hey. is to really yeah. be real yeah. Yo, yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I'ma be real look yeah. at